Allie from before the podcast. I'm just here to let you know that if you are not listening to the outro of this week's episode, you're not doing it right. Thank you to Jason Curtis Rivera and producer Kelly. The captain of Ingolimus Akiva's Faces his job in GOG With Keeve and Ellie And Zooey Hi everybody, welcome to NGOG Which of course we all know stands for Not Gonna Order Gear I'm your host, Latanya Starks On the show... We go online and we talk about all the gear that we find online that we're not going to order. We got Bulls gear. We got Bears gear. We got gear from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But you know what? We are not going to order gear. That's what NGOG means. So this week to assist me to figure out what I should look at but then not buy. Because we don't order gear here, folks. We just don't do it. We have two absolute legends of podcasting. And you know him from Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast. And you probably also know him as your chief praise dancer at your local church. It's Akiva Winokur. Wow. <laughs> what an intro. I know, right? And then we have the attorney everyone need fear this side of the mighty Mississippi. I am terrified right now doing this podcast. Just terrified. Because I'm like, there's too much attorney power. There's too much happening. She is the hostess with the mostest hostesses because she enjoys baking all the time. Everyone, please welcome Allie Lasher to the podcast. <laughs> not going to order gear. Allie, what gear are you not going to order? I'm unwell. I am absolutely unwell. I feel unprepared for the show, um, but I love it. I do think every guest should rename the show, and that's what we talk about. We skip yeah. the episode entirely. Yeah, I think she found a much better format going forward. Yeah, okay. let's, we're let's, flexible. We're huge U-turn right now. As I love as, building carts and not buying them. So yeah, as long as things are never the same after I've been on your show, then we've accomplished. <laughs> The I mean, Keith, don't get used to top billing. I, I think that's never going to happen again. Yeah, I know. That is the first time. I, I was thinking, like, which gear I'm not going to order. Um, I don't know. I, Latanya, so Allie comes from a, a long line of people who sort of, like, uh, get their way with customer service. Oh, so you don't even have to order gear. Yeah, I, just... I think if we said we ordered it, but then, like, it never came. And right. then, like, Allie's mom would still get the stuff. She would, like, you send them a list. You still get the gear. Mm -hmm. Wait, ready for this? I have a, a family story about this. My brother got a t ordered a TV. It never came. He said to Amazon, my TV never came. They sent him a new one. Then the w w old one came, and he had both. And he had a use for the second one. And it was a moral dilemma. He was like, I, I have to tell Amazon I have these two TVs. And right. my mom was like, yeah, what did it cost? He was like, uh, $200. She was like, that's not worth your honor. You have to come forward. <laughs> but so he came forward and they were like, oh, and he, he, they were like, you could ship it back. He was like, it's COVID. I'm not in a position to ship it back. And they're like, okay, we'll pick it up. And he was like, I don't want to interact with the delivery person at COVID. And they said, oh, can't you leave it outside? He's like, I don't have a doorman. It could get stolen. Oh, they're like, all right, gosh. keep it. So he ethically was able to keep both TVs. My mom was never prouder, and he kept his honor in doing it. So, yeah. I mean, no need to order TVs. We could add that to the NGOG, not going to order gear, because he's set for the rest of his life. Yeah. 
that's, that's I thought wonderful. of you, Akiva, when that happened. I thought you'd be in awe. No, that is amazing. The, the only thing I could think of that is similar to that is we went to, we, we spent the night at my wife's boss's house once because uh, it was we, we knew we were, well, we were living mm. in Manhattan and we knew we couldn't find parking. <laughs> so stuff where got I out lived. of hand. Yeah, so we, <laughs> we slept. We did that once a week. We used to sleep at my. I know it sounds strange saying it out loud, but. My wife and I, we used to sleep it at her boss's It would sound strange saying it silently as well. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, so, and she would order like a fancy dinner. She lived alone. She loved having us over. We had a baby at one point, like, you know, and then the baby would stay with us. So we this ordered. This is an Orthodox woman? Uh, no, she's Jewish. She's not, she's not Orthodox. So, but we would order from Did like. Did you a have the baby while you were staying at your, no. your no. wife's no. boss's house? The, 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 the child was not conceived at, at, at their house, especially. Akiva, don't say conceived ever. It <laughs> would not have been possible because I would fall asleep on, on like the living room couch. So there, there was definitely, we never stayed in the same room when we stayed there. Um, okay. But because she had like one of those TVs that has like all the HBOs and stuff. So you got to stay up till like three in the morning just watching movies because if you don't to. have that at home, it's very exciting. Right. You have what happens no when choice. I go to my parents house. So so we ordered from a v- brand new kosher Chinese place that w- opened on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, which meant it had like 10 minutes to live because it's very hard to like a niche restaurant. there. It's very hard to sustain. And and if, after two hours, it didn't come. And I was getting super hungry. And we called and they're like, you know what? It's a new delivery guy. He probably just quit, and we'll send you a whole new order. And we ordered like a, an, un, an unhealthy amount of Chinese food of, of sushi, excuse me, and um, like, like Schmidt. Yeah, exactly. And and um, <laughs> and and then it came, and we're all excited, and it's like ten thirty at night, and we're like cranky and hungry, and we start eating, and the second we dive in, the doorbell rings, and it's the original delivery person. He it was wow. first on the job. He like his phone died. He took the subway uptown instead of downtown. And we had like instead of two hundred dollars of sushi, we had like four hundred dollars. Like there's no way to return that. Like Amazon, you know, you're you're stuck with that. So I was eating like really expensive sushi for the next uh, two days for you know See, sushi breakfast, doesn't lunch. Keep to me. I don't think you got one. It day was on yeah. Sushi. By the it's end, it was really I hated myself. Expensive sushi. Yeah. And it's just the next day, it would. But I mean, like you know, cry me a river, Kiva. If you like, you, you know. Oh no, we've got to eat two sushi meals and not one. No, it was just I, I felt bad for for the gentleman, just because like imagine your first day on the job, you have you no. take the subway, they didn't even give him like a bike or whatever to do deliveries and. Yeah, that sounds awful. Oh, awful. Yeah, that place did Akiva, not make it long. Akiva, could you give me a British accent? I feel like I've never heard you attempt a British accent, and I would love to hear you try. No way, bruv. <laughs> Okay. Yep, you still haven't heard him attempt one. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> the series finale, I will do a British accent the whole time. If we all get right, there. I'll end the show right now. This will be the last episode. What no, a way to go out. We don't talk about New Girl anymore. We just talk about which gear we didn't order. It doesn't all matter. Right, let's, yeah, we're not ordering any gear. Let's shift gears. How do you like that? Um, we're going to talk about season two, episode two, Katie. Now, that aired on September 25th. Also, Akiva, you reminded us that or you didn't remind us you raised to us two weeks ago three weeks ago that this aired on the same episode same night as episode one of season two and i told you "Mm, they're unrelated we'll do two pods after having seen the episode a little old business i want to know was i right yeah i'm shocked actually this had nothing to do with uh, like if you told me the next episode i'd be like oh i'm interested to see like what how it's connected like this is totally different last episode was like a wrap-up of season one right this is I mean, I don't know if we're introducing new characters. You know, I've never seen the show before, so I don't know, like, 
who is a, who's a one-off guest and who's going to become recurring. But, yeah, this had nothing to do with the first episode. I, I It was probably just one of these random TV scheduling things where they needed, you know, to fill in hours. They just they wanted back. an hour. Yeah, an hour of programming. Um, you know, premiere, big, big premiere with the double episode is how I mean, they I was excited. it. Yeah. I would have been excited had I been watching, probably. <laughs> I probably one. was watching, and I probably was very excited. <laughs> so did you <laughs> watch New Girl live when it was on the air? I watched some of it. So it, I a lot of those, like, Fox shows, for some reason, I fell off of. I started watching it for sure when it was first on because I, I was like, oh, you know, I think that uh, Zoe Deschanel is delightful because of um, everything that had happened with like 500 Days of Summer, et cetera. And I didn't know really who anyone else on the show was, uh, but I was like, oh, this will be funny. And then, you know, Schmidt happened like <laughs> instantly. One of the funniest people on television ever. I think one of the funniest television characters ever written. Boom. Um, yeah, I, I think. I give a shout out to my friend Kristen Lowe, who is like absolutely in love with this show and losing it that I'm currently doing this podcast. <laughs> um, she's just very like verklempt about it. But like, so yeah, I, I did watch it, but then I fell off around maybe season three, I want to say. Um, similar thing happened with me and the Mindy Project. Interesting. I hear that a lot with the Mindy Project. Um, perfect that you're here for season two then, right in the meaty part of your watching. Mm. Um, I have I, two prolific podcasters here. I want to pick <laughs> your guys' brain because when I'm left to my own devices, this is now not about the show at all. When I'm uploading the show, I have no idea what to label these episodes. Are, should we be labeling this? I asked Mike Bloom about this and Puya and Mary Krakowski before we did a stream on Puya's stream. Should I be labeling this season two, episode 26, because that's what it is of our show, even though we're not counting the Jar Archive? Um, no, well, season two, episode 26, I, I, I don't think is that, that I wouldn't even make that a choice. To me, it's either episode 26 or season two, episode two. I think I would just make it episode 26. That's what we So did it's really, but it's episode show. 26 because. We did a double episode as one, and then we mm -hmm. did a jar. So it's the 26th episode, yeah. but by, by coincidence. Yeah. So I should I, get rid of my season one stuff. I'll go back yes. and rename everything. Well, I don't think you have to You don't have to do that, but I think going forward it's just episode 26. Oh, my God. Well, Tanya, you know there's no way that I'm having it There's uneven. no way. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. Are you kidding me? You, <laughs> like, everything has to be uniform. Yeah, we're, we're bearing the lead here. Latanya referenced uh, the Bulls and, and the Bears and other Chicago sports teams. I, I'm usually getting pushed around by one uh, a Northwestern grad, but I believe today it is it is two. Well, not that the time he's pushing me around yet, but um, but you know now I am uh, you know it's it's me who's never been to Chicago. I've never been in Chicago in my life. That's wild. Never yeah. been. And uh, and well, then uh, leave the podcast. <laughs> Get out <laughs> during a pandemic. You're you're advocating. What's what's good right now in Chicago? Where should I go? Are what's they letting fans? Are they letting fans into in like? Chicago I'm right saying now? like, what's going on during the pandemic? My house has been pretty great. <laughs> are you inviting uh, as me a over? Location? No, okay. because it's a <laughs> pandemic. Right, that's what I'm saying. I am vaccinated though. I'm. How are, 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 are what's the kosher situation at these uh, deep dish? I don't think you could find co Ooh, kosher. Because oh. sauce everywhere I've gotten has sausage as an option. Um. So, I I did listen to the part of 
the podcast where you all were talking about what's kosher, what happens with kosher. <laughs> That's every episode. Why? Yeah. why yeah, the kosher? That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which would be more specific. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if there's kosher, 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 uh, kosher deep dish, but I'm sure there, I'm almost positive there must be because there are kosher like everything's here. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to know where to look. Like I had a friend who, I would always come to like law school after going to the kosher Dunkin' Donuts. It was like very important that like, Mm. you know, his uh, schedule and all of like the train and everything aligned with going to the kosher Dunkin' Donuts. And I was like, well, if there's a kosher Dunkin' Donuts, then, you know, we really have like cornered the market really on kosher. Oh, Keith, I forgot to tell you, Mike and I did recon on the uh, Times Square Krispy Kreme. I don't know if I mentioned that on pod or not. Penn Station Krispy Kreme. No, no. There's a new like flagship one in Times Square and I walked by it and you were like, oh, is it kosher? So I went back and did recon. There was no certification outside, but Mike was like, well, sometimes you just know a place is kosher. So I did a little Googling and they said (laughs) it was supposed to be kosher. I don't know if they went. Th- that was like Maybe news articles talking about it. Yeah. So you let me know uh, if that's good enough for you. Mm-hmm. Like a Google. What's the I'll, standard? I'll Google it. I'll check. But so, yeah. yeah. So, Kiva, do you yeah. only eat kosher? Yes, or do I you only just kosher. keep kosher. Okay. Yes, I keep Got kosher. Uh, Latanya is right. I uh, Chicago has a very good kosher food scene. Well, I, I hear. I, I wouldn't know. Well, I could ask it. my Jewish mentor, the aforementioned Jewish mentor, I've, on the other. Alex side. Chester. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mentioned. I think last week my other Jewish mentor from college. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I sold the Cubs, the person who I sold the Cubs. Do we all have a Jewish mentor from college? (laughs) Oh, right. We went to Northwestern. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Do we have a banana minute? You sent me a number of clips since last week, Akiva. Am I supposed to play any of these? Yeah, can you play them? A banana minute? Yeah. Do you know? know, Can I explain who banana is? Do you know who banana is, Latanya? 20 seconds or less. Yeah. Um, So I have have, uh, several children, and the youngest of whom has an imaginary friend. There's probably a lot of kids do during COVID because not a lot of real friends to be had. Right, forget um, his three siblings. <laughs> yeah, he three siblings. <laughs> um, and so uh, he has, his imaginary friend is a guy named Banana who lives on the moon. 11-year-old. No, he's not I 11. love it. He's three. Or no, Banana four. is 11. Oh, Banana? Well, Banana was one when the podcast started. Doesn't he matter. Started, okay. He's 11. He had that's 10 really birthdays big, in a row. <laughs> yeah, that's a really big age yes. gap to have. Your age is like the reverse of your weight on the moon. On the moon, yeah. He has <laughs> a birthday age. every Aww. night for 10 nights in a row. He ba- Banana's 19 now, by the way. Allie has old information. Well, you out. haven't updated me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. if you I love the Banana. Mo- the, every, Banana is the most popular character on this podcast. Am I playing the Purim one? I think that one's the better one than the Spooky Israel. Oh, okay. We didn't talk about Purim. No, we Spooky gave America. Spooky America. Well, Spooky Israel's in Spooky America. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll drum up interest about Spooky America. <laughs> All, All right, right here the is <laughs> yes. the clip heard around the world about Purim. I have two back-to-back. I think this is it. Let's see. Yosef, how does Banana get from here into nope. the moon? Where, oh, last you put week. it in the NGOG chat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's last week. Yeah, you didn't send it just to me. You put it in a chat. So now oh, I got to okay, scroll okay. through all my adoring fans <laughs> as I get to. Your... Thanks okay, a lot. So, so I have a picture of Yosef uh, that you sent to me also in a very cute NASA costume. And mm-hmm. for the uninitiated, Purim is like Jewish Halloween. Yes. The parents are supposed to get drunk. The kids It's get Halloween put plus St. Patrick's Day a little bit, but yes. Yeah, it's yeah. A very fun. Have people never seen a Christopher Guest movie? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. So here is, I, I think I asked you what banana was going as for Purim. Mm-hmm. And so here we go. What is banana dressing up as for Purim? Um, a plate. 
And what did his parents give him? Um, as part of his costume. Yeah, but also a real bag. You, you told me he had a real gun. You said he had a, they gave, his parents gave him a real gun for his costume. Yeah, a real gun and a real knife. Now, what I love about this is he speaks in Hebrew. <laughs> and he says a polite, which is very cute. And from last week, we learned that Banana puts on, I think Justin Ramsey said this, puts on like three, this is what Justin said, the same banana who puts on three layers of protective equipment to go skateboarding is also going to just carry around a real gun and a real knife. And you said his parents' rules are really inconsistent. Yes, his parents' rules are inconsistent. Uh, yeah, banana. Yeah, banana. A polite? Um, a polite. Oh, he's a polite. Well, the, banana must be obsessed with the police because he went, in this week's adventures, he went to Spooky America, which is America. I mean, do you want me to play the Spooky America you can play one? Spooky America. You're really you can play into Spooky. Spooky. I didn't love Spooky America, you I gotta be it? honest. Like it's a little violent. Spooky America is, you know, your yeah, your kid it's very your kid needs to. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to talk to your children about the polite. <laughs> yeah, you gotta talk point. to to Yosef about the polite. Here we go. Where's banana right now? Um, right now we are at Spooky America shooting all the bad guys. Wait, he's at Spooky America shooting all the bad guys. <laughs> Why is Spooky America so spooky? Because it. So dark and it doesn't have any light in the. But what else did you tell me? There's none of in Spooky America that makes it really scary. Um, no light. What else? <laughs> and no, and no, yes. and no pool and no fishes and yeah. no. Yeah. No swimming pools and no fishes. <laughs> no pools and no fishes. <laughs> no because no fishes. That was because that was. <laughs> I, it I was explained it. to me originally. <laughs> That uh, that Spooky America, the, the main feature of Spooky America is it's America, but with no swimming pools. I guess to him, because <laughs> his, his grandmother has a swimming pool. I don't know. Yeah, that's like, uh, it's. it's wow, what, what a flex! I mean, what everyone, I asked Hollywood the natural is there is what? there a Spooky Israel? Is there what else? I asked. <laughs> oh, I said, where's moon. the Spooky Moon? Spooky and moon. he was like, it's all in it's Spooky all in, America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all he, of it. All of it. He also told me that Banana bought him a gun this week. <laughs> so enough with the guns. What I, is honestly, happening? Well, they want to. Sh- they want to get to the bad police. They're very interested in t- tracking they're, down the bad police. So they're the police, but they're trying to track down the bad police. I think it's like Robin Hood, except like uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Like I don't know if they're the you police. Find or if, out how it works. Yeah, your I, child I, is talking about guns and shooting the police. I know. Question. Just, yeah. About so, Spooky America is like bizarro world. Bizarro it's like world. A, a, whatever. Mm-hmm. Allie from the editing room. Um, so Akiva sent me a, a number of additional banana minutes, banana updates, and we'll deal with the, some of them next week. One thing that's concerning, I can now speak Yosef. I understand I speak baby. I don't know. I'm not thrilled about it. Uh, but this one was too cute not to share. And given all the violence of spooky America, I thought this might be a nice palate cleanser. Here we go. What is banana's favorite food? Uh- What's Banana's favorite food? Um, bananas. Back to the show. Yes. Uh, but let's, <laughs> we can move on. Uh, Ruby wants to know, she says, I'm confused if I have access to future episodes. I know you're doing a cutoff, but I just started listening and want to be a part of the rest of the podcast. This is, we've gotten a couple, very few, but a couple people saying this. Again, by the time you catch up to this, you'll already have heard us. But, you know, we we built a house of cards here. We got really cocky and we said that, after season one, no new listeners. 
we are open we are open what? like spooky america we are open to everyone <laughs> uh please listen to us and tell your friends we are not done maybe we'll close to listeners like for the last episode what yeah, <laughs> we took like a curb your enthusiasm do. approach you're just like I don't, we can only handle like what a thousand listeners and that's it I love fake exclusivity, you know, mm-hmm. like I-, I love doing podcasts behind the paywall of the patron group for 32 fans that like nobody's really a member of. I, I really like Whoa. to create a <laughs> fake buzz. <laughs> it's very. No, exclusivity is great. I mean, Allie, Latanya, Latanya um, had mentioned in a different context that she is a master lie detector. Oh, I was wondering if Latanya can I beat the machine? Yeah, can Allie and I each slip in one lie during the rest of the episode, and at the end we try you try and suss out what the lie was. I mean, I'll lie many times just in general. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure that you will. No, I I guess I'll be on the lookout now. Or or would you rather us be honest? I'm not sure how I feel about answering that question because (laughs) I I would. I would obviously like for things to be honest, you mm-hmm. know, remain couth. But, like, if, you know, lying is fun. Hot take. Boom. Lying yeah. is fun. The hottest of takes. You need to be playing Mafia. Are you playing Mafia with us? We need to get you in on that. Um, is that the one where the people go around completing tasks and then get killed? That's or Among is... Us, but that also is heavy on lying. Oh, okay. Uh, Josh Wiggler and Clubhouse called me out. Why do you like snowing people? And I was like, because... I didn't say lying is Y'all fun, but I wish House? I said that. Are you in Clubhouse? Yeah, I'm. Well, okay, so uh, Clubhouse and I have a difficult relationship. You and Akiva both. <laughs> I first of all, I didn't know that there were so many white people on Clubhouse, but second of all, um, I just I went on there and I got invited to this one room, and it happened to be on the day of the insurrection, and I was like, oh, okay, great day to be on Clubhouse, right? Nope, because it just turned yikes. into um, a conversation with a bunch of people who were just like, yikes. Like, everything they said was more yikes than the last thing that they said. And it freaked me out a little bit. So I haven't really been back to Clubhouse since then. But if there's just going to be a collective of cool people. Well, Rob Nino is stumping for Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I also like Clubhouse. My prediction with Clubhouse is it's going to struggle when people go back to work in person. Yeah. Right now I can pop on Clubhouse and I'm more of a listener. Uh, like yeah. a- a- Amy um, did a Clubhouse before she got her vaccine that Josh Wiggler was in and I popped into that quickly just to say hey. And that's when Josh Wiggler like, was like, why do you like lying so much? And I was like, whoa, do you this like isn't lying supposed to be a lot? No, no. At, not in my real life at all, but in okay. these strategy games like Among Us you're talking about or Mafia, they're games where – the point is to deceive other people. And if you are a it's master fun. lie detector, you would be my worst nightmare in the game, but very fun to play with. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess more of that was in the context of, I think I could detect all of Chappelle's lies. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Like I could probably detect some other lies along the way, but I'm pretty sure I could detect his lies. You mean okay, like when you say he's at that. work at 11 PM? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in the building. Oh, you yeah. do? Okay. Yeah, probably. Well, uh, I trust you implicitly now when it comes to anything Chappelle says. And Chappelle says a yay. lot, so <laughs> that's yeah. a good skill. <laughs> I'll like I'll verify every tweet from now on. Be like, this Future. is LaTanya approved for truth. 
future guest, Chappelle, uh, even though he's our biggest ops, but I respect it. Um, <laughs> all right, Keem, should we get a, hit us with a little digest? I mean, uh, spoiler alert, I, I think this is my favorite episode so far. Wow. I had the most laughs, and it was the first time in podcast. So I've seen every episode a million times. It's the first time I, like found myself stopping to watch and forgetting to take notes and then having to go back because I just enjoyed the scenes. But hot take, I don't know that we have a lot to talk about. So I'm glad we did like 20 minutes on, you know, Chappelle and Clubhouse before we mm-hmm. got to the episode. What did you think, Akiva? Um, all right, so the, yeah, uh, Kiva's Digest, just summing up the episode quickly. Um, Jess, still unemployed, so she's uh, hanging out. The guys are sick of her. They send her off to the bar where she meets uh, a gentleman in sort of uh, uh, a meet-cute circumstance in Nick's I don't bar. know that he's a gentleman, but... I mean, he's a, he's a fellow. <laughs> he's a, he is a man, <laughs> yes. He's a fellow. Um, and uh, so she, she starts a relationship with him a little. I don't want to say a relationship, but they, they hang out. Um, in the meantime, um, Schmidt is concerned with the fact that Winston's mom does not like him. He's also interested in Winston's sister. These are two characters we have not met yet met, and I believe maybe the first immediate family members we've met of any of our core five. Played um, by some true legends, by the way. Yes. And, um, and, uh, and you know, the episode ends with Jess sort of with the hot guy as Nick maybe was making a move, but uh, is rejected. Speaking of rejected... Wait, where, where was that? <laughs> What you don't th- like? Nick was uh, like they were having a moment, no? And they then, were having and, a moment. They were having a moment. Well, you know, uh, all right, we'll get into this. Fashioned. I'm excited to get into this. And then one of the best ends to any episode where uh, we we get the he got game music. We're gonna have a one on one for uh, for um, Schmidt to potentially get a date with Winston's sister, and then she just Alicia. throws the ball in his face. Alicia, uh, she throws the ball in his face, and the episode is over. Very funny. She just checks the balls. She simply yeah. <laughs> checks the balls. She's not, like, trying to hit him in the face. He's just horrible at sports ball. Which I'd like to flag that um, to track Schmidt's glasses wearing, never wears glasses. <laughs> then last episode, when he's in his shower diaper, he's wearing, like, these, like, 70s porn glasses. Now he's wearing rec specs. <laughs> but, again, in his daily life, he does not require... Uh, glasses, but apparently when he when he hits the court, he's got rec specs for that. You know that that guy wears contacts. <laughs> yeah. he, he's just like never seen without contacts, except he allows like those four people to see him. Now me too. That's pretty much my situation, but I don't have rec specs. Like what? So are those non-prescription, just like safety goggles? Oh, not with Schmidt. <laughs> no, those are prescription for sure. <laughs> so only on the court, yes. after the shower, right? And. No, no other times. I mean, I'm, I, I could see it for sure. Yeah. I could see it. You're, he's, he's building a mystery. Have I, have I admitted uh, yet in my embarrassing uh, admission sort of folder that I don't really, even though I, I, I'm almost legally blind, I can't really put contacts in my eyes is one of the reasons why I only wear glasses. Oh, I can't. I refuse to get contacts. Mm-hmm. I will only, I've only worn glasses. I will only ever wear glasses. You can't make me put contacts in my eye. It sounds like some of you didn't have a Jewish mother and need glasses three weeks before your bat mitzvah. So force, I I had glasses for like a week and then boom, contacts, and I've never looked back. Yeah, I I needed them earlier than I could have worn contacts, probably at like eight and then or nine. And and then um, I'm just not competent and also my eye it, like it bothered my eyes I, I one time <laughs> not competent. My, my wife was <laughs> having trouble my getting <laughs> my wife was having trouble getting in 
um, getting the context in my eyes, we're going to a wedding, and she called over a friend who lived like a block away, for who wore who wore contacts to put them in my eyes. And she got them right away, but she also said it was the grossest thing she had ever done. Did she, she was, put contacts in your eyes? What? My, my wife's friends put the contacts in my eyes. No. And then she said, it, she said it was the grossest thing she ever done because she's creeped out by eyes. Ask me what her profession is. Ophthalmologist. No, she's a dentist. Like, the dent, uh, teeth are much grosser than what? eyes. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it is I, true. Bad t- I don't know that that's true. There is just no way that I would have followed that train of thought anywhere. <laughs> Like maybe down into a very deep hole. Had you think Allie eyes not are been grosser here. than teeth? No, I just didn't know that's where you were going. It was I a sharp you. right. It was a oh, sharp. Oh, so you wouldn't right. have guessed dentist? You're saying? It, what no, would have been the funniest thing for me to answer? Like if she was a if she was like a garbage man, like an ophthalmologist. If she was like, like yes, like that, like exactly. Still, that the whole joke structure was leading up to that. I idea. hear you, but that's like so on the nose. Uh, like if she's you're not sitcomy. Your real life is not sitcomy. You know, it's your real life. It's this true, is just but imagine if she said that. Like I, I, like I'm so grossed out by your eyes, and she is like an eye doctor. That would that would really make it me would, sad. I mean, my eye doctor has ever put context directly into my eyes no. either, though. I feel like that's that's intimate. I, that's an intimate yeah. exchange. Even at my wedding, I, I don't even remember who put them in because I don't think it would have been my wife. I don't <laughs> think Wait, so so this is some frequent eyes at your <laughs> wedding. Yeah. What are you like, talking you, about? Oh, I wore contacts. Someone, maybe my dad, maybe like a friend of mine. Put the contacts in my eyes. You so are you a baby. <laughs> I am. A, you know I'm a baby. But just wear con- glasses yeah. to your wedding. Yeah, like that's just fine. Wear glasses. Because my wife said I want you to wear contacts well, to our wedding. The, stop having other people <laughs> making other people put their hands in your face. In my eyes. Just put in your own contacts. If for I the could, love of Pete, Latanya, you can. I would. You can when, do when it. When Yosef turns seven, you're gonna be like, all right, it's time for you to start putting your contacts in Abba's eyes. <laughs> I I don't understand. <laughs> Just wear. Well, I have a kid now who could do it. My my daughter could do it. I today. have no I have no doubt that even Noam could do it. Oh yeah, they're much more cordial. Obviously, you just had these children so that you would have people to put your contacts in for you. I mean, and and do other assorted chores no, around the house. Why doesn't Mara? Is Mara unable to do it? Is she gross? She is can. that where she draws the line? She's not grossed line? out. I mean, she's grossed out. Maybe like no, she's not. She does out. everything else for you. She could do. Yeah, this. it's true. Um. <laughs> No, I don't know why. I think she just gets frustrated because it, it was taking too long. <laughs> I would love. Can I tell you something weird? I would love to put contacts in your eyes. I think that uh, would be the funniest thing of all time. It would like, be funny. We could do that. <laughs> no. If we ever go to a wedding together, you could put the contacts in my eyes. I don't know well, why. I, if I, I ever get married wedding. and you're invited, I'll put contacts in you're your eyes. You're as the bride? The bride? <laughs> <is> like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a social tradition. You'll knock on the door. We'll tell I'll everyone put it's like an orthodox thing. Like the bride has to put contacts <laughs> Oh my god! Like the bride, it's customary for the bride to take the person she knows the least at the event. And, the, and there's put only gonna be five people at the wedding. <laughs> I objectively, if you come to my wedding, will know you the least. That's not I'm true. Gonna, be, I'm oh. gonna write a Taylor Swift song about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so upsetting to me personally. Oh, he man. wears contacts. She puts them in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Allie from the editing room. L- listening back to this, I believe it even less. I cannot believe that Akiva has had multiple people put his contacts in. Please at me. I never say that. Please at me and Akiva and let us know if anyone else who's listening has ever had someone else put their contacts in, you know, beyond the age of, I don't know, 14. Back to the show. All right. I have a question to kick us off from producer Kelly. Thank God, Kelly, to get us back on track Thanks, here. Thanks, Kelly. 
who's <laughs> the craziest person in this episode besides me and Akiva, just pretending to be Katie, Bearclaw, enough said, <laughs> Schmidt and his behavior towards Winston's family, or Andy thinking he's going to marry Jess after a four-second conversation. LaTanya, who is getting the crazy award here? Bearclaw. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I mean, Josh Gad, like a an early Josh Gad as Bearclaw. Which is just the name of the character. <laughs> you know? I, how can you get more ridiculous than that? Because the other things, like, you know, um, Schmidt, for example, is just run-of-the-mill, you know, like, racism. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just the kind of thing that we have to deal with all of the time. It's like, oh, you think you can talk black? That's great. <laughs> um, and then he just wants to hook up with someone because that's what Schmidt wants. He's got the the what is it called off like his you know what do you what do you call those things a cast oh his penis cast his penis cast. Yeah. <laughs> i was like well, i don't know what you're talking about oh yes the penis cast of course it was only one episode ago it was a double episode people why don't you remember they're exactly about the same thing that's true <laughs> it was 10 minutes ago in real time he had it on <laughs> exactly um yeah no for sure but i mean schmidt is being very ridiculous he's just like please can i hook up with your sister and can i say all of these disgusting things about doing it in front of your mother that'll work <laughs> weird approach certainly weird approach yeah Keeve, I, I, do yes. you agree but wait oh go ahead go not ahead. on not on this list though is um nick from the future <laughs> oh, yeah that's true <laughs> or nick believing nick from the future i yeah. feel like also honorable mention Fair, fair entry. I sorry, producer Kelly, you missed some, some yeah, cuckoo birds. Yeah, you missed birds. a big one. Yeah, okay. this is this maybe has the crazy. I wanted to. I wanted to ask you guys if we could sort of sidetrack for a second. Us we're, never. Were yeah. because I, I used to think about this a lot when I was a kid in terms of uh, Schmidt trying to impress Winston's mom. I'm so mom. scared. I'm so scared. No, were you <laughs> both the type of person who your friends' moms liked or didn't like? Oh. Uh, well, I mean, we both went to Northwestern. So. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking more like uh, ju <laughs> elementary school, junior. No, high I think school. she's implying what kind of kid we must have been. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're saying you're nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like parents loved us. They were like, <laughs> "Oh, someone to enforce the rules when I'm not around." <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I I thought of this. We got a question from someone, and I'll credit them when we get there. I think it might have been Matt Stewart, but like. I was thinking more of it now, like I'm Winston's age, I'm Schmidt's age, and like, to, and like, I always think of the um, Rachel Bloom crazy ex-girlfriend song, I Give Good Parents. Like, <laughs> parents, what's not to love? I'm, yeah. I'm square, I can talk with adults, you know, I'm lame, parents love me. You're a lawyer. As a, as a kid, I was mouthy. Like, I think people, mm. I was respectful, but I remember I had a specific friend's mom who thought I was hilarious and was like, I'm not surprised you're a lawyer. I was new. You'd be like this, whatever. But, like, I also apparently as a kid would say no offense and then say something extremely offensive. <laughs> and she was like, just because you say no offense does not mean you could just say something mean. And I was like, I, I'm just being honest. I said no offense. So I think that all of the things I do now but know to tone back, as a kid I was still sort of in an exploratory phase. Like, I knew I was funny and I knew I could say sort of things that were maybe precocious. 
But so I might have been a little annoying. I'm not quite sure. Actually, I'll ask. My, I'm at my mom's house this week. I will ask her and get back to you next week. <laughs> if, if my perception is I'm beloved, but mm, it's possible I was annoying. Mom, was I annoying? Come on. I never had kids. Me. I was never the kid, obviously, like Latanya is saying, like, where people would be like, oh, she's like a bad influence. Don't hang out with her. Like, there was no yeah. one saying that about me. But I might have been a little backseat from the car seat driver. <laughs> <laughs> like, my so move. Kids... Go ahead, Akiba. My move, which, like, I, 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 in hindsight, isn't really in character. But if I had a good friend, I would always call their mom by their, by their first name. Not what? great. Not great. What? Yeah, I, well, I, like, I, first of all, I have, like, young We're horrified, parents. so good <laughs> luck, Akiba. So it was, like, younger. Like, I wouldn't want anybody to come. I'm, I'm a young dad. I wouldn't want someone to come in and call me Mr. Wieneker. Like, that would be weird to me. Like, they could call me Akiva. Um, maybe by the time really? my youngest is. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I'm lucky, like, uh, you know, we're lucky that in this generation that our kids don't call us by our first names, I feel like. But the... I, I so I did that only with my closest friends, and I was only with a couple of them. I was never rebuffed. I mean, now it would be weird. Like, imagine if I saw like my old, you know, friend from ninth grade's parents on the street, and I called them Mister instead of their. I don't know. I but, still um, call. I people. still call them. Yep. Yeah. I was trying to like, hey, we're cool, right? And I was never, I was never like, corrected. Ironically, if someone was a doctor, like if someone's dad was a doctor or something, I would go with the doctor. You always or like why a ra- just their a dad, rabbi. not their mom. Well, it's was, impossible was, for women to be doctors. Well, I mean, we lack the the power in the um, what do you call it? It's the part of your head that thinks for I don't know. Penis I'm just go, I was thinking yeah. about one particular <laughs> friend. I, I'm just gonna I, go back I, and I buy something know. online. I, no, we're not buying any gear. Oh no, I okay, only know female doctors now. We, Latanya, we famously live in a world where all the men we know. Are um, podcasters? Are podcasters? Oh. <laughs> and, and they're all married to Sorry. doctors or, or like scientists. Okay, question, Akiva. So, what do you tell your kids to do? Because my rule, and I feel like Latanya was maybe similar. My rule, my parents said you call someone Mister and Mrs. Yeah. Until they insist that you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you do it one more time, and yeah. then you can go to their... And my parents exactly. both were Bill and Judy. So they were like... It's not like they were super proper, but they were like, when you go to someone else's house, you call them Mr. and Mrs. until they insist that you don't. Hmm. Yeah, and with my grandmother, she was just like... <laughs> The walls of hell will open up immediately if you ever call me by my first name. <laughs> As they should. <laughs> um, so I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And then it was very much the, even when people are like, yeah, call me by my first name. I'm like, yeah, no, though. I, I, I am a child. So. So what do you tell your kids to do? Just let it fly? What At their parents' friend's house? No, at their friend's parents' house. At their friend's parents' house? Sorry. <laughs> that, that would be weird if they just hung Time out at their parents' friend. Um, the, at their fr- yeah, at their, I, I, don't, I haven't really given them any instruction. I, one thing I know, because my, my wife... Oh, uh, your kid's the a-hole. Your kid's the a-hole. I've never no. given my children any instruction of any kind. Well, one thing, like, I know with Ask my wife... Ask Mara what she tells your kids. My, like, the thing with my wife is, like, she sort of doesn't want to call... Uh, like a lot of people have this, like you don't want to call your in-laws dad and mom, but it's weird to call them by their first name. Like, what do you do? So my wife is like, and other people just spent, have spent 16 years not saying, you're not calling them anything. Right. So I think that's what my kids probably do. Um, 
with their friends. I think it's like, I, yeah, I, th- I think they're not calling anybody by their first name unless it's my friend. If I have like a good friend and they go over to their house, then, you know, and, and they're like 31, I think they're calling them, um, you know, Brian. But if it's like uh, if it's like a you know a parent who's who's you know I don't know and is maybe a little older, then they're definitely calling them, you know, Mister So and So. Is it because you grew up in the swinging seventies? Is that what it is? I wasn't born in the seventies. <laughs> is that what it, I think it was? You know, because back then there, you know, you had the parents who were just like, oh no, I like call me Sally or whatever, like. You know, we're all on the same because that you know that you that's obviously when you grew up. Putting the old and old guy, baby. <laughs> well, I, it's funny. My dad's a rabbi, and he has never. Wait, is he? You've never mentioned your that. dad's yeah, a rabbi. Ra- yes, he has never uh, once corrected somebody who called him Mister or L- Lewis or whatever. And, and I'm supposed to call him Rabbi Dubs. You could call him Rabbi Dubs. Yeah, absolutely. But what? He, but he he will not if you no, call no, him. No, no, I'm saying I'm supposed to. I would prefer not to call him Rabbi. Dubs. I mean, that I would be funny if you him, call him Rabbi Dubs. But... That would be funny if you call him <laughs> Louie or Lou or Mister Wienerker. Like he will. He was. He's never corrected one person in his life. His name which... is Lou. Louis. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I was just talking to my my grandpa who who called earlier. Usually, you're supposed to call your grandparents, but I like. I play hard to get with, you know, 91-year-old people. Just the... Perfect. <laughs> so he called me, and we had a nice talk. And he, my daughter had an assignment, like, where did our horrible last name Wienerker come from? And so he was, like, looking at papers from Ellis Island. I think it was, like, Wiener Cub, oh, like, something wow. worse. First of all, he had an uncle named Harry Wienerker, which is pretty funny. Harry Wiener. Okay, mm-hmm. I think Rabbi Lewis is a character in Keeping the Faith, but... Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> let's get back. Let's yeah. get back on the grid. We've been mm-hmm. off the grid. So mm-hmm. Jess's storyline here, she's There's off the grid. grid. I'm, just, I'm just desperate. You know, I'm just desperate. <laughs> You're just like, come on. So Jess is making her frittata. Schmidt starts uh, with, I love, he says, it took a year, but she's finally cooking and cleaning. I knew this would happen eventually. <laughs> um, Matt Stewart, have either of you or have any of us ever had a frittata? What, what's your uh, take on frittatas? Yeah, I had a frittata. I asked this question because frittatas are my absolute go-to brunch item. Wow, they're so good. Like they're tomatoes, light little mushroom. Like, yeah, little like maybe some feta in there. A little feta. That was my lie. Was I supposed to be lying? That was my lie. I don't your like your lie was about. I don't frittatas. like eggs. I don't love eggs. Really? <laughs> I don't prefer eggs. Huh. <laughs> I didn't know that. You bake all the time. I felt hot. I felt hot lying to you. I didn't like it. Also, I feel like you need <laughs> you need visual clues, not just I, my voice. I got to be honest. I had stopped paying attention, like looking, <laughs> not not totally, but just in terms of looking for lies. That's perfect. I got to like, get back attention. on the, I, no, I got to get back on the ball. I all missed right. one. You talked about Schmidt's uh, casual racism in this episode. Chloe yeah. G says, is this episode out of character bad for Schmidt? Or do I, being Chloe, just rate him too highly? No. So I just, it's an awkward thing that happens. And I'm not saying it's good. I don't think it's out of character for him, though, at all. And it doesn't make me dislike him. It's just like, stop, stop doing that. Stop that. Come on. And it's, it's really funny to watch. Anna Maria Horsford, who plays Charmaine in this episode, who I know best as uh, Thelma from Amen. I don't know if you all have ever seen this, but you probably have seen Friday or any of the other mm-hmm. movies that come after it. Um, so, yeah, she's always just like a really good, like deadpan, like, 
you know, like this isn't a joke kind of person that that type of humor really can like bounce off of really well. So I thought it was funny, Um, but it can be wearing in real life. I'll just say that, but not out of character for Schmidt. I think Schmidt, like he wants to be loved by everyone. Everyone has to love him. So of course he's going to like do what he believes is pandering. Yeah, I'm I'm interested, and this is certainly not the first time, although I think it's his central storyline. And again, we've been talking a lot about how Winston has no storylines. I don't know, Akiva, if you got excited that, oh, he's going to get a storyline. No, it's actually his family coming is actually just a storyline for Schmidt. Yeah, exactly. Um, And not even like a big and and that's even that is the C story. He's like half of the, you know, (laughs) it's not Jess and Nick are are, are, such as Jess and Nick centric episode also. I'm curious to watch the evolution of Schmidt, and I really don't know the answer to this, but if if this continues, like, because this isn't the first time that Schmidt's, and I agree with you, it's not out of character. This is just sort of, like, him doing what he thinks is best, exactly like you said, and it's offensive, and it's not the first time. It's like we see him do this with Cece, right? Like, we see mm-hmm. him try to appeal to her Indian heritage, and it's like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know if this is, like, played for laughs in 2012 and by the time we get to the episodes in like 2017 if they're still doing this they might be i don't know but something to watch is sort of this, the evolution of schmidt um and the comedy they they serve him up uh but we'll talk more about the winston storyline i guess the schmidt storyline as we get into it um i love the multi-cloth collage that absolutely <laughs> oh ends God. me it was terrifying <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, you, that's when you know that your friend needs help is when they start making multi-cloth collages. And that's what they think you look like. She was accurate for Schmidt. Like, that's his hair. That's what his hair looks like. Akiva, I would love to make multi-cloth collage of us as promo for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think oh, I could no. do it. I think I could do it. Are you a big collage person? Do you think I'm a big collage person? I think you could be if you set your mind to it for sure. I agree. I could collage. I don't. I don't generally I don't collage. Think I collage. Think I, could <laughs> I could collage. I could collage. I could collage. I will collage. How about that? I will collage. We have more pandemic to go. I'll collage. Yeah. Let's just we say collage again. I don't have a photo for reference of us, Akiva. I have one photo of me, Kalish, Mike Bloom, and myself at Chester's, but it's not a flattering photo of anyone. She's saying we don't have a picture of us. Well, I'm saying I have one. I have a couple photos of the four of us, and I could we're next to each other. I could clip them out. Oh yeah, I that. didn't know there's a picture of us. Yeah, you gotta you it's gotta use great, that for it's promos. Not a, it's not a great photo. Yeah, well, it's I mean, after the no beer tournament. It was me, at the end of the beer tournament, so it's not a great photo. Mm-hmm. The beer tournament. The beer tournament, Latanya. We, Go ahead. Um, Do you want to explain? Yeah, well, uh, we like to do tournaments, especially during March, which is famously bracket season. Uh, You're not talking, you he's went, saying we, he means Chester and him, not well, you, me. you guys went to Northwestern, so there's something called the NCAA tournament. You guys have done it <laughs> once. Oh, my goodness. I was in college, though, when that was that one time. It was fun. Uh, no, I yeah. was at Michigan. Never mind. But, yeah, so we, we do. We do just lied. Like, that was another time, lie, unintentionally. Mm-hmm. You know, one time we bought, like, 40 different cereals, and we had a, a cereal bracket, and we, you know, tasted every cereal, <laughs> and... Decided what the best cereal is. Rob and I did a live show in Minnesota, and we rented out a with Chester. We rented out a. Um, uh, I'm blank. I was going to say Cold Stone Creamery. What ice cream chain did we rent? Baskin out? Robbins. No, no, not, um, no, 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 no. It's um, Ben, ben and Jerry's. Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. We rented out a Ben and Jerry's, and we had 32 different flavors, and everyone tried them, and we and we ranked that, and then we went. I famously to our, wasn't invited. 
Minnesota, you were studying for the LSATs. Yeah, for no, the, that's, uh, that's not true. You begged me to come, but I was, it was too I begged it you was to like come. Look at all these lies. Just not a word. She's not even trying. I'm going to talk about how you gaslit me after this story. No, not you, Akiva. Akiva, not you. Never you. Yeah, and then we had a beer tournament where we bought like dozens of different beers and we put them in a bracket and... So by the end of the night, I guess people were not in uh, in great picture shape. You put them in a bracket, so there was no competing. There was just like, oh, this one's better. Well, we would drink, let's say, you know, Coors Light and Buzz Light, and and we'd vote. And whoever was drinking uh-huh. would vote, and then that would advance to the, the you know, the Sweet Sixteen, and then right. uh, so on and so forth until the night was the over. S- the stakes of this sound riveting. Well, <laughs> let me let me explain something to you, Latanya. It took four months to the po- for the podcast to come out. And uh, probably was it was a very fun time in person, but I don't think. No, the do you want to hear something funny? So I brought my friend Missy, and it took Elliot? very little convincing. No, no, wow. no, in my dreams. Um, <laughs> Akiva was like, "Invite Missy," and I was like, "All right, do you want to go to this like rabbi's house?" Is that rabbi? Do you want to go to this rabbi? Like, Jewish Wait, Mary all people wear yarmulke. Or <laughs> rabbis? And she goes, oh my God. and she was like, "I don't even know if I told you this, Akiva." She was like. Yeah, definitely. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, at the work, free alcohol and like do it for the story. Like, how hilarious is this? Like, I say yes to whatever. And she was like, worst case, like, maybe I'll meet, maybe I'll meet a guy there. And I said nothing. <laughs> I said nothing. I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll meet a guy there. <laughs> Knowing full well that we would show up to a group of 20 Orthodox dads. <laughs> dads. And... <laughs> And one and and one Mike Bloom and one Jordan Kalen. No, I had two single friends there. I I did have two single friends there. I hosed her. Yeah, but she's a hundred percent Italian. Like, yeah. I, there's no world you're setting her up with your Orthodox single friend. Probably not. <laughs> I hosed her good, but we had a good time. But it was so fun. I don't know. I like the 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 lore was like, yeah, maybe you'll meet a guy at yeah. this Orthodox <laughs> oh, party. Oh no. Maybe we'll steal steal someone's husband away. No, yeah, yeah, perfect. Just yeah. a few ons, four Orthodox children. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like for reality TV show purposes, I mean. <laughs> Always do it for the story. All right, so Jess goes off the grid at Nick's advice, which means day drinking at his bar. Producer Kelly says, Akiva, what is Allie most likely to do when she goes off the grid? Multi-cloth collage, frittata making, <laughs> 11 a.m. pink wine drinking, or impersonating someone named Katie. Now, Akiva, I feel like I know exactly what your joke answer is going to be. So please lay it on the people. Well, uh, what's the question here? The question is, Akiva, <laughs> oh what is Allie most likely to do when she goes off the grid? Multi-cloth collage, oh, okay. frittata making, 11 a.m. pink wine drinking, or impersonating someone named Katie? Uh, other than the impersonating, which I don't think is really in your repertoire, I think the first three, mm. all of them. The 11 See, I thought your answer was going to say 11 a.m. wine drinking. Oh, but you're, but you're famously, uh, Billy Lash said uh, no drinking before noon, right? I thought you were going to say I do that when I'm on the grid. So That's, I'm true. On the grid. That's true also. That is the grid for you. <laughs> but not before noon. I got to be writing your jokes and sending them to, to you ahead of time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've all got to do our part. Um, Chloe G says, is Bearclaw the best secondary character introduced so far? So while she's <laughs> off the grid drinking pink wine, we get Andy, a delivery guy, and his his, his handy assistant, Bearclaw, played by Josh Gad, uh, as you mentioned, LaTanya. What do you think of Bearclaw? What isn't there to think of Bearclaw? You know, he somehow gave himself a tattoo as a child. Um, <laughs> you can only imagine how large that was when he was just, a little kid 
and and it just it stuck with him for the rest of his life. He does seem like very um he seems to have a great outlook on life. He seems just like very positive about things. Um but that probably had something to do with the quote unquote sexting that had happened earlier. Um when Jess like ruined all the actual sex with just random words salad salad. Um but yeah, I mean like he is definitely hilarious i did not remember that he was the one who got the date instead of his friend like i i didn't remember that that was something that nick would screw up so monumentally um but hilarious like really good secondary character i do have to say that last week's secondary character was pretty fantastic too because what is her name parker posey Oh, right? yes. yes. Uh, yeah. I forget her na- the character's name now. Me too. Uh, Shot Girl. <laughs> Shot Girl um, One. <laughs> it's because my best friend is always calling her Posey Parkinson just to mess me up. <laughs> oh, interesting. Wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Po- uh, Parker Posey, not po- Posey Parkinson. Um, it's just such a hilarious actress and was so funny last week. So, you've got to live up the de- to that kind of energy. And I think that Bear Claw <laughs> definitely brought it. Now, Kiva, two questions for you. One, how do you feel about Bear Claw? And two, um, I forgot the first question. Oh, were you surprised? Uh, did you see this Beer Claw, Beer Claw, Bear Claw, Beer Andy Claw. Switcheroo coming? Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, one of the things we have not yet mentioned is that Larry Charles directed this episode, right? Yeah, I had it in my notes, but we were we were gabbing. I, right. So I'm saying um, you're expecting a more frenzied episode when Larry Charles is at the helm. Um, ah yes, of course. We and were all I do expecting th- that. You don't think so? I mean, it's it's you, maybe a little more curbish. This is why you're here because you're sorry. The, you're I the think expert. I'm just trying to figure out exactly who Larry Charles is. Larry Charles is it. the it's y- done. Yes, <laughs> right. He's he's one of the he's one of the voices behind Curb. He directed Borat. Uh, you, when when you get say Larry- that again, say that again. <laughs> what did he direct? Borat. <laughs> Bo- <laughs> Borat. 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 Polit was banana. The polite Borat. A lot of wrote a lot of episodes of Seinfeld, but not subsequent movie film. Uh, he did. Did he not? Oh, you. Oh, the second one. No, he did not do the second one. Correct. What movie again? Bo- uh, Bo- Borat. Borat. What am I supposed to say? Borat. Borat? How am I saying it wrong? Borat? Say just one more time, Akiva. What? Dobrat? I don't know. <laughs> he also directed he directed Bruno and The Dictator. And so, um, you know, uh, even his early Seinfeld episodes are, are sort of off off the rails. Uh, this episode is more off the rails than a normal New Girl episode, but does not you would not know that Larry Charles directed it if you... Well, he's not writing the episode, right? Like, how much... He's not. That well, is true. That is true. It, it, right in television, I think the writer has, has more say than the director, and movies, it's it's the opposite. Um, hmm. I Interesting think, theory. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, he's not... He's, like, he's not really doing the script, and, like, there's only so much he could do. Is there that much, like, madcap action in this episode? Not really. Like, Bearclaw is th- maybe one of the crazier characters, like, you know, to answer producer Kelly's question, like, that we've had. So there are w- wacky characters. I'm waiting for you to come out with it, because I have a good authority that you're not a Josh Gad guy. I'm not, not a Gad guy. But maybe that's not true. Maybe it's not good authority. Not Hold a on, Gad my, guy. My, you guys talk. My niece just woke up. I'm going to del- I'm gonna have to bring her to Your niece is here? Yeah, we had a, we had a, I'll explain in a second. Hold oh, on. the engagement party for your brother-in-law. All right, I'm sad at, at your, that I know that. At your that. wife's boss's house. Am I? 
Um, well, I'm a Josh Gad girl, but MJC, the great Michael um, uh, Michael J. Clark, says that Keeb's famously not a Gad guy, so we need to be oh. Gad defenders. But he doesn't. I've given him many opportunities to come. How forward. do you not be a Gad defender? I think a lot of people get a little annoyed by the Gad. I I can see how that could happen, but you have to think back to the Book of Mormon. You know. I love the Gad. I love Josh Gad. I saw. I, I used to see Gad. him frequently in New York because uh, he'd be coming up from, uh, just be coming up Eighth Avenue to go to the show as I'd be leaving work and going down to commute to Port Authority. Oh, everything so I saw there him is so glamorous. And I was like, ah, oh, the Gad. <laughs> I didn't think that. I was like, oh my god, it's Josh Gad. Yeah, it's I. I'm really bad with like celebrities. Like I freak out about doing podcasts with people. I'm just like, oh my goodness. This well, so luckily, I didn't have to talk to him, and it was probably his preference that I didn't. But all right, Kiva's missed his opportunity, <laughs> and we like the Gad, so we're not going to let him yeah, talk about it. the Gad's great. Uh, end of lot, discussion. End of discussion. So Sam enters, okay. um, and he approaches Jess and says, oh, I'm Sam from Cupid Match. Are you Katie from Cupid Match? A lot of holes here. Matt Stewart says, yeah. how did Sam know what the girl he was meeting? How did he not know what the girl he was meeting looked like if they were dating online? Blind date, guys. Oh, Whoa. now you're back? Oh, now you're back. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know you were going to continue the podcast without Get me. Get your niece on the podcast. Where is she? Um, t- um, she, you know, she woke up and she did not want Uncle Kiwi. That was for sure. <laughs> how um, old is she? Don't ask like hard questions like that. I don't oh. know. Oh yeah, you <laughs> you don't even goodness. know your niece and nephew's name. I think names. four. No, I know I know this kid's name because they're like they're old enough. Like, I it, know this kid's name. I have a lot. I, Latanya, I have like so many nieces and nephews. So many. Um, okay. This kid is like, and this is like, like my. She's not the same age as any of my kids. She's just like sleeping over because her older siblings are. We had an engagement party here tonight. Everyone's vaccinated. I told them. Like, I told them you had the engagement party because yeah, yeah. I'm sadly. Everyone's, everyone's that. vaccinated. That's that's lovely. Yeah. Wow. That um, must be nice. In case people think I'm like, uh, you know, just flouting all these rules. Yeah. And we did flout the rules, but we're yeah, still Yeah, you fashioned. still have rules. We don't endorse that. Okay. Very special fact check coming to you from Mara. Akiva's niece who woke up in the middle of the night, five years old. Will Kiva remember that next week? I'll ask him. Back to the show. So we'll tell you back to the show. Show. Um, what did you think of this? Like, where, what's the? How can we fill in this plot hole that Sam didn't know who he was meeting? Well, I guess sometimes you, and I haven't done a lot of online dating because that would imply that I've done a lot of dating. Um, but you know, sometimes your the pictures that you see if you're meeting someone for the first time, they may not match up with the picture that was on the profile. Oh, that's an interesting theory that she looked like similar to some brunette girl with glasses. And he's like, exactly. Yeah. Like you must be, you have to be Katie. And then, you know, only complete sociopaths are going to be like, yes, yes, I am Katie. Um, Let the magic happen. Say yes to life. I'm living for it. (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're catfishing someone just like for for fun you're doing it for shiggles at that the point. rare in-person catfish i think there are there are a lot of holes in this episode like why are they meeting in the middle of the day uh at the bar matt also raises that you gotta suspend your disbelief for this episode like so many things are crazy maybe that's sort of the larry charles bend a lot of things aren't explained it's just kind of like haphazard 
but I'm just I'm here for it because I got a lot of laughs out of this episode. Maybe I'm alone in that. I was pro this episode. I thought it was hilarious. It was good. Keeve? Yeah, I think the highs were very high in this episode. I think there are if we really analyze it, and why would we do this during like a two-hour podcast about the episode? Uh, there are a lot of <laughs> there, there are a lot of plot holes that we could we could probably pick apart. Yeah, I but, just said that. But you know, yeah, I think it's fun. I think the high, the highs are high. Uh, it you know it, it leaves. I, I thought the the B story with uh, Winston's family and and Schmidt had a lot of potential, but maybe we didn't spend enough time with them. We spent I agree basically with that. no time with them. no time with them. And also, is uh, you know very little CC in this episode. I was you know CC was really becoming more established as one of the core five, and and maybe takes a slight step back here. Um, so yeah, I, I my like, and I don't know. And we usually talk about this, Latanya is like. I don't know if this is setting up an arc with with the good-looking, very tall man. <laughs> Sam. Right, um, Sam. And I don't know if it's setting up an arc, and I, I have to assume it has to be, with with Winston's family, with right? Because I, um, I just... Otherwise, it's like... A, a two- to three-episode arc. Well, we, of, don't confirm, we don't confirm for Akiva. We let Akiva I, speculate. Frankly, I watched this so long ago that I don't <laughs> remember. So That's, it's All right, not, then you both can speculate. Perfect. Yeah. I, I can confirm nothing. And also, like, <laughs> is it going to be his sister, Alicia, who, beca- like, becomes, uh, uh, you know, like, potentially date Schmidt? Or is it going to be the mom, Charmaine, or both? I, I You think Charmaine's going to date Schmidt? No, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> speculating that Jermaine dates Schmidt. I like that she becomes a character. Aren't <laughs> is making a call that one of the one of the core five's parents will date one of the core five. You're saying that? No, I'm asking you. Is that no, your call? I, I, I would really be shocked. But again, we have we've only met one of ten potential parents of the core five, right? So I don't I don't know. All right. So I love the scene with the leaper, and here's why. I love in New Girl when they cover for each other's shenanigans. It's a little sitcom, but it works for me. It makes me laugh. And again, another thing to like that's not totally realistic. Is Jess going to go along with this? No. I feel like normal Jess would be like, stop it, guys. Like, stop. Like, stop it. But instead, she's like, faster, faster. I, I just love that. Like, the three of them are just so ridiculous. Sam doesn't give a shit. Like, I just love that scene. It's a really, it's just really funny. I mean, it's also, you get to see some of Jake Johnson's, like, ridiculous physical comedy, <laughs> um, <laughs> which he's very good at just looking like a, total clown and not minding it um yeah and everybody i love it when you're right when the roommates come together and they really like prove for each other like why they're meant to be together in the first place it's great um jess gets the text from the guy she asked to be set up with at the bar matt stewart so then they start talking about how jess can't handle it jess can't handle multiple guys interested in her she can't juggle men and how wasted it is on jess when schmidt's gonna have to put all of his game into winston's (laughs) sister matt stewart says have any of you had the time of your life where you had multiple people into you akiva maybe at camp when you were 15 before you met mara (laughs) have i read multiple you want the answer to that yeah let's hear it yeah one question yeah really (laughs) But it was Wait. for like an hour, and then and then the, the two girls who life. were ostensibly fighting over me said like, "This is not about you. This is like about us." Wait, go oh. back. Wait, let's hear that. Wait, hold on. I'm what? floored that what? you have an answer to this. Yeah, 
It was um, summer after tenth grade, before eleventh, when we went um, to we. I you know we, I went to summer camp. Uh, that ca- can't stand your shirt really got them overseas. What shirt? <laughs> that can't oh, stand your shirt really the can't, got them. That's a good call. That's a good callback. The can't stand. Yeah, shirt. you just you can't buy any more gear though. Yeah, <laughs> he still wears it. It's his only shirt. <laughs> no, the can't stand shirt is long gone. I can't even. Find I it on know, the I know. It's for the bit. So wait, so give us. These are the only details we've ever cared about. We hear three hours about your niece, and now we're getting some juice. <laughs> <laughs> whose name i don't know but i was by the way i was gonna say the niece is four and now i'm thinking it's like six so well she um, she said old and i knew that she wasn't four because that's how old yosef is even though you think he's three that's true <laughs> you're stuck like two years in the past i think it's like is that right a before lie? first grade. i hope it's a lie, is that a lie? Oh, no. i think it's like before Sadly, first no. grade Keith, how many kids do you have? No, I have four kids. My kids, I know their names, their birthdays, their everything about them. No, you got called wow. out, Amara, saying that he was. Oh, four but like all, all four of my kids have a birthday within like a few weeks of each other. So if I, that's fine to say. Keith, you know, it would solve that rounding up. Start yeah. rounding up six months. <laughs> that's and kids be... round up, but parents like you're still like, oh, he's still three to me. Yeah, that's, that's what my definitely dad says why about you me. said that he was three. Well, you know. <laughs> that was a heavy well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're not going to give us the juice on that. You're not uh, going to no, tell I don't us know. I mean, um, they were, we were on the back of the bus. I, I always used to claim the back of the bus. That was where all the cool people wow, hung out. What, a, my, what a hot guy move. Yeah, good and for then, you. And yeah, they were like, uh, like uh, one of them liked me, and they were arguing over me, and I was one like, oh, this, like is like, this is really <laughs> boosting my ego. And, and one of the girls from me is like, this is not about you. Like, I, we're just fighting. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't have weighed in. You got to yeah. be quiet and just let mm-hmm. it happen. Mm. Yeah. And that was, that was the last time even one woman was interested in me. What about it, you? It is what true. about you guys? Goodness. When Have it rains, had... it pours. You, you, people are only interested in you when, when other people are interested in you or when mm-hmm. you're interested in other people. It's like M- Melissa and I have this expression where we were talking once during quarantine and she was like, I don't understand why we're not in pinstripe suits with our wingtip shoes on the desk, smoking cigars, talking about how high your stock is. <laughs> like, and, and so now we say that, like, your stock is so high, like Robin Hood shutting down its account and you can't buy it anymore. Like, that's, wow. that's the expression when you're going through the situation. Wow. So, yeah, of course. My, my stock's always up, baby. <laughs> wow. I love it. I love the confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Any any uh any fifteen year old or ten not ten year old what what were how old were you in tenth grade any uh like sixteen year old uh men or women fighting over you Latanya I I was a I was a late late bloomer I'm I'm still getting there um, <laughs> when he I was, was more in, of a Benjamin Button bloomer he bloomed in reverse seriously, and now he's I feel losing. like that's happening <laughs> um when I was in college I had like one like when I was in a sorority. I had like one formal where I I went with one guy and and then like kissed another guy Ooh, and then there was a there true. was a fight about it and I was just like oh there's like fondue <laughs> <laughs> Wait could you guys have gone to the same sorority or no it's possible. Story? It's definitely possible. Okay. Uh, how about can you both say it on three? Could we we'll have gone to the same sorority? Could you have, would you have been? I don't know. I went to school with no frats and no sororities. So I don't know the it's lingo. Sh- it shows deeply. I don't. I don't. I don't really want to know. Know if I want to admit it on the. I think because, because, you, should I don't Allie bleep know. it? Like, <laughs> they always find you the people in the sorority. Oh my goodness. Greek no life matter, is uh, is like mostly gone at Northwestern now. What is Greek life? Yeah. Well. A lot of stuff has happened. Yeah, a lot of stuff <laughs> has happened. Not Lots stuff we had nothing to do with. Happened. 
Um, but okay. Well, we can we can chat about it. Off yeah, we can chat about it. Uh, AFK, as the children say. <laughs> <laughs> the children. Um. But all right. So yeah, Justin sees. I mean, this part makes this is my least favorite part of the episode. I wish they clipped this part uh, to give us more of the Winston storyline when Jess is texting who she the person she thinks is Andy. In the worst, you know, wait till you see my meat bar. And the best callback meat is when bar. Josh Gad says, I can't wait to see your meat bar. But otherwise, <laughs> I hated this scene. It was it was awkward. Um, <laughs> it was it was so awkward because it's just like, yes, listen to Cece at all times. Just do what look at Cece. Like what? <laughs> good Lord. Just listen to what Cece has to say. And then, you know, you're just like, because I'm cool and everything's going to be great because of the body that I have. It's just like, oh, we get it. You're adorable. We get it. When your stock is up, it is very difficult to act cool. And honestly, a lot of your uncool shit works like it does on Bear Claw. Now, I know she doesn't think it's Bear Claw. It definitely worked on Bear Claw. But it's like, it's you say things. I remember sending screenshots to stuff I would say to Missy, and she'd be like, I can't get over you when your stock is up. Because you have nothing to lose. Because you could fall back on the myriad guys who are knocking down your door. Now, of course, that's exaggeration. But, like, it is, that is, I think, very true to form when your stock's up risky to do it when it's only two guys and one of those guys is only someone you text no one you've had a date with but i still support jess being insane because she's got the confidence that she didn't have you know two hours ago yeah she's got a lot of confidence especially considering she didn't learn that how do you not learn the names of the people that like one of whom you want someone to give your number to well, that's very unrealistic, because even when they're talking about it, Nick's like, I can't believe you like that guy. Oh, it's the guy from the bar texting you. Like, he would yeah, say it's Bear the Claw. the guy sure. from the bar. Was she just so what? blitzed because it was, like, 11 a.m. drinking that she never really, like, didn't remember their names or never caught them or didn't even put them in her phone? I don't know. Um, Maybe. I'm willing to put whatever foliage around we have over these holes so we can walk across them like i'm i'm fine with that like it makes no sense but i'm okay with it uh akiva if mm-hmm. i know you at all i know you gad got a laugh out of you with sergeant giddy up carruthers yeah that's a funny name i i, I like just imagining <laughs> them in the writer's room spitballing names and and settling on you know landing on sergeant giddy up carruthers that is pretty funny giddy up is also a nice uh, callback to the K-Man, I don't know if that's what Larry Charles is uh, you know, <laughs> doing. Probably not, but... Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> the K-Man. All right. Let's, let's yada yada that's the scary ghost and the anal thermometer. And let's jump to Please. Nick and the old man. Um, we have a lot of questions about this. So basically, you know, Nick meets an old man pretending to be him from the future. He falls for it pretty quickly. Um, based on, it's like how people say, if you go to see like a psychic, they'll tell you like generalities you'll connect with. He does a lot of that. Um, I think Jake Johnson does some great, Jake Jake Johnson does some great acting here, especially with his eyes in reaction to this. Uh, Allie Cass wants to know, what would your future self say to you? Now, I don't know if this is like advice or if this is like, how would they prove that they are you from the future? Hmm. Mm. That's a good question. I'd be like, do you remember when when uh, when when your wife's friend Suri put the contacts in your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> that happens again. 
I, I'm sure that it would probably be an obscure Beyonce lyric that would be like the real like, oh, the, yeah, that's me. Mm. <laughs> we finally did it. We should we should like set sort of a, a, like a code with our future selves, right? Like mm-hmm. make like well, you, if you should say come it up on with pod. If you say it on pod, then yeah, do yeah, not say it. Everyone knows. Only in your head. Only put it in your and head. There's anarchy. Yes. I think my future self would be like, remember at your wedding when you put the contacts in that stranger from the internet's eyes. <laughs> stranger from the internet. The stranger oh from the internet. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, she really likes to downplay our friendship. That's like most of the episode usually. Are you friends, though, or are you more like yeah. co-workers? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I, this is not my employee. I wouldn't be clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so like, I would say neither. No, I'd yeah. say... I'd say What's like below best friends, but above uh, like really good friends? That's that's really where we friends. are right now. Okay, friends. Aqu- <laughs> Internet acquaintances, I think, is Ali- that term Allie likes to use. Yeah, I use that. Um, <laughs> when she's mad at me. I, I like mean, saying someone is in my cohort, even though it's, I, I'm I don't, not in academia at all. You know? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't know. Are we friends? Uh, you know, that depends on the day. It hurts her a lot mm. to say it. Does it? Wow. It doesn't hurt me. It hurts you that I don't say it. Yeah, that's true. Also, <laughs> okay. I feel like we've really broken through here, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send you a Venmo um, so that you can. This has been a good session. <laughs> okay, uh, I I love here when Je- so just ditches Bearclaw, the classic fake sick, and says, uh, "Yeah, I sick in she- her face," she says. <laughs> I can just, I'm really good with at like with like in the COVID era, doesn't that feel like a little more also like, oh, no, like get away from her. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I love when she runs into the bar to inexplicably get another hole to meet Sam in the bathroom of the bar. They've been to the apartment. Like, why meet yeah, the bar? Why do why? Why do any of the things? So Nick can say, just for Katie. I love when she runs. Says that. <laughs> Presumably he's seen Sam knows he's there. Um, but this culminates in my favorite scene. Just Andy saying, you ever feel like maybe you can marry that woman? Bear Claw's talking about how in love with Jesse is and kicks down the door because is there a woman being harmed? Revealing <laughs> Sam and Jess, exposing all of the lies. Nick, the old man enters. Like, it's the, it, it is a little Seinfeldian and that like yeah. all of it culminates together at the end, which I love. I think there's another it? bathroom etiquette to discuss. <laughs> there's more bathroom etiquette to discuss. What? Uh, I don't know if if either of you are big Always Sunny in Philadelphia people, but but yep. I, I, this has big Always Sunny vibes. This last scene, first of all, Always Sunny has a lot more scenes in bathrooms than Seinfeld or most other sitcoms, <laughs> yeah, uh, especially true. bar bathrooms in particular. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, maybe a little Kirby also, but yeah, but uh, I think it had Sunny vibes for sure. Uh, the, just the chaos of all of it, mm-hmm. the you know like kind of like scuzzy looking <laughs> bar bathroom. Um, I don't know. It was uh, the, the part that I thought I was just like, Oh, bear claw. Is there a woman being harmed in there? She's <laughs> like, Oh, you really, I, those really are good guys that deliver the kegs to Nick's bar. I love Sam. Wait, are you really a dancer? <laughs> Nick, are you an idiot? Sam? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We're all off the grid. Every single one. Again, Nick trying to help out here. Such a bizarre scene. Culminating in old Nick deciding he has to leave. Uh, and going into a cardboard box in the alley to give you a beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. 
<laughs> what puzzles me about this besides the whole thing is how back at the apartment, Nick makes a dr- makes the old fashioned as recommended by old Nick or future Nick. Uh, Akiva, was there a sweetness to this that he still sort of goes with the narrative that a future Nick gives or was it, you know, sad? What was your reaction? I to honestly that? don't know how to read that last scene. And again, do we see like, is he is he like omniscient? Is he crazy? Like, is anything he say is anything he says going to come true in the future? I don't know. Latanya, what do you think? I really I'm lost at that whole storyline. Well, he does say make her the old fashioned, and it's a drink that she apparently has always wanted to try, but she does not try it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so there are just so many plot holes, you know? Um, they really need to watch out for all those plot holes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's probably just like a guy who, you know, happens to live outside the bar, but he's got some sage advice. For a youngin uh, that he can probably identify with quite a bit. I mean, they are wearing very similar clothing. Um, oh, it's spot is, on, yeah. Yeah, he's ornery. Like, he could very well be Nick from the future. But he also could just be a guy who's, like, you know, been around a lot and observed Nick's kind of growing affinity for this woman. If I had to read something from this scene... The, you know, first of all, I love the line, you never bring your work home when he's making a drink. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, But when he says, like, she, he says, I might do something really bad to you. And she says, what are you going to do to me? And he says, it could be pretty bad, like peeing on all of your pretty dresses. And she says, I forgive you. Is that even though he knows this person's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, that he he's starting to have preliminary feelings for Jess and anytime you have feelings for a friend it's a scary time right that if something happens here I could hurt you it could ruin our friendship your friendship matters to me I feel like he's just sort of getting to that place where Jess's friendship really matters to him and the idea of hurting him her even though it's a cuckoo guy from pretending to be from the future saying it it's like he doesn't want that to happen so he takes the nice guy step and does something to her. like even just a crazy person saying that that could happen makes him feel bad because he's worried that's a possibility with where their friendship is going that's if i had to squeeze you know anything out of this that's what i would squeeze that didn't make sense but no I that totally makes head. sense that totally makes sense there is something there and i don't know you can see it very early on and I think that other people can observe it. Like, uh, you know, Winston and Schmidt probably talk about it all the time. Yeah. Little relationship. That is interesting. I'd love to be a fly on the uh, space, the impainted wall. <laughs> Keeve, did yeah. you fall asleep? No, I'm here. I'm having a good time. <laughs> all right. So Sam comes in. He doesn't care that he lied. He proposes. My whole profile is a lie. My whole life is a lie. I don't open up the more you get to know me. Let's just not care about each other and keep having sex. Nick, great line. Congratulations. I see you've met the one here. Um, <laughs> Keeve, I want you to predict now. We normally do this at the end, but do you think we see Sam again, or is this a one-time, two-time thing? I think he gets such a positive edit in this episode. I think we probably see him one more time. So now I want to ask, spoiler alert, you're right. You see him at least one more time. He says he's lying about his job. I forget what he says his job is. Oh, I don't what think he do you, says. I don't think. No, I, he says, know. I'm not a event food blogger from whatever. Like, 
Yeah, he's like, I just don't want to deal with my coworkers, but I don't think he specifies what that job is. He doesn't say what his actual job is. What do you think Sam's job is? Ooh, well, he seemed very tall in this episode. And I say this is a short Very tall. So maybe, like, I don't know, maybe maybe he hoops. I don't know. There's a lot of basketball players in this episode. Um, but his job is hoops. Yeah, he, he maybe he's on the Clippers. I, I, he doesn't look like he'd be on the Lakers. He's not good enough. So you don't think Winston, who was a professional athlete himself, recognizes him? That's a good. Yeah, no. So I, that's actually uh, that's does why he I'm see thinking. him? Why well, do you think Winston played in Latvia? Like you, you think he knows by face every player in the NBA? But I hear he would recognize him. You're obviously an LA basketball player. He would recognize. Um, what's a job that would be like? Is it a great job? Is it a is it a job he's he's ashamed of and therefore he's lying about his job? This is a good question. And now Tanya, do you know? Don't say if you know, but if you don't know, I'm going to invite I you to I don't know. Okay, I, so if um, you want to speculate I, I, I would probably have to say a transponster. He's oh. a transponster. I, I, I'm lost. No, you don't get that Friends reference? Oh, I'm a Seinfeld gal. We're Seinfeld people. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess we can't be friends after this is over. <laughs> It was nice hanging out with you for the last yeah. hour and 20 minutes. If you'll Thank stay you with so us. Thank you so much for having me on. For maybe 15 more minutes. If we okay, could just I can get do through. that. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'll say, never speak to you again. Unless you find out you were in the same sorority. I, I'm going to say doctor. I'm going to say doctor. You think that guy's a doctor? I, yeah, I like I. Yeah, I. I, I thought you already so. said professional basketball player. Well, I, I'm retracting it because no, you, you said hoops, out. actually. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, he builds hoops. <laughs> He builds the best. He's the guy oh, like when Shaq sm- smashed the backboard. Nice. Can he's you imagine if, if like you met LeBron James and, and you were like, hey, little girl, do you know what this guy does? And he went, yeah, hoops. <laughs> <laughs> he hoops. Now, in that scenario, is LeBron calling Akiva a little girl? Is he saying, hey, little girl to Akiva? Absolutely, he is. <laughs> Akiva's just so small. He has to squint. He can't really have see. You ever had, have like. you ever had a friend who's, like, obscenely taller than you? Yes. Yeah. You have? Yeah. I, I, the dynamic is a little off to me, honestly. One of my best friends from college was 6'3", and the other was 6'5", and I was 5... I am 5'4". Yeah. Wow. I worked with a guy who was 6'11". That was uh-huh. wild. Yeah. You don't see people 6'11", just, like, in the wild. No, because usually. usually they're hooping. <laughs> they look very... I, he, played, he played basketball in college. Yeah, I believe... Uh, there's some stat. I think Chester's a shader. Like, I think if you're 7 feet tall, the odds of you playing professional basketball, not necessarily in the NBA, are, like... Uh, 45 percent yeah either you crazy. mike or chester the only people i talked to told me that stat like in the last three weeks mm-hmm. um but uh yeah no I, I always feel like if i have a much taller friend I, I feel like the dynamic is off a little bit i think Someone's that's a like man's six, thing i don't feel that way i don't yeah feel... my sister's 411 and mm-hmm. i am not so <laughs> you know i'm like are you the five. older sister though i am yeah Okay. So somehow that sits better with you. Well, but it might not for her. She might like look up to to like her. You might be like a, you know you're a big sister. You're taller. Like you could be. That could be the dynamic there. Who knows? Mm. All right. Sure. Let's let's see what le- else is is left to talk about in the Winston's. We're not going to keep talking about hoops. <laughs> well, we are. We're going to transition into talking about hoops with Schmidt involved. Um, I I do love how. Schmidt makes this line like I'd like to I have a lot of money I'd like to deposit into your tire banks because um, Alicia's <laughs> yeah. played by Kenya Hill. Kenya Hill. Lay it on us. Yeah. Kenya Hill, I believe, was in season two of America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. Did she go far? 
I can't remember. She did go far. I want to say it was maybe season four. Now I'm going to look it up. Oh, okay. You might be right. Um, I know it was one of the early seasons. It was definitely before things got so weird that it was like a almost a crime to watch the show. Yeah. That, Tom Mama got very weird. Um, <laughs> weirdly, not on her IMDb. What's going on here? Um, I'll insert it from the editing room or something. But... Um, but yeah, I mean, she didn't get a lot to do here, but I thought her she played well against Schmidt for sure with what they did give her, which again was very little. You're right, cycle four. Sorry. No, no, no worries. That's super helpful. Uh, Matt Stewart wants to know, would Winston's sister have been better if it was act- an actual WNBA player, Keeve? They got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Could they have gotten a WNBA player? They well, did. I mean, th- the thing is, this is the beginning of this. Is she, why, she was in the WNBA? No, I just mean there are the people that are like at the table with them are actual WNBA players. Oh, are players on the Sparks. So I guess it's like you want to get someone in the union, right? You want to get like, a, you know, the, the, how many jobs are there necessarily for like, you know, uh, you have to get like your union members jobs. But I do think, yeah, it would be cool if it was like, uh, you know, this is, uh, uh, you know, Candace Parker and and that's my sister. Um I, that would be a funny dynamic, by the way, if Winston, speaking of Candace Parker, she had a brother who was, like, in the NBA but was, like, bad. And, you know, so, like, the, the like if Winston had a sister who was much better at basketball what? and was, like... Are you talking about Tony Parker? No, Anthony Parker. Oh. Okay. Um, Anthony Parker uh, was, like, not... He was, like, a backup, and he, he was, like, a very good European player. But, uh, no, Tony Parker um, was too busy sleeping with uh, other players' wives to, you know, have any siblings. Um, huh. But... No, but wouldn't that be a funny wow. dynamic if his sister was like the best player in WNBA and it made it worse that he was like sort of a failed basketball player who like flamed out of Latvia? Um, yeah, it would be cool. But uh, wait, so who who were the players at the table? Because I did I try not to do the check because I don't. I didn't do the stuff. whole check, but I know that Latika Sai was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do the whole check. I'm a terrible podcaster no no just, no worries i didn't either i should quit podcasting i'm done right now <laughs> that <Bye>. seems reasonable <laughs> all right <laughs> let's let's continue you you've been here for way more time than you bargained for most likely oh no i uh, <laughs> these are all jokes like i this stuff is evergreen to me i i really do want to do this show again when we have a more plot heavy episode though mm-hmm Oh, oh, you're welcome back anytime. anytime. Yeah, um, we didn't really pick this episode in particular, right? I think we landed on uh, sometimes the guest picks the episode. Sometimes we say, hey, do you want to come on for this? But this was more like we were going to oh, do a different episode. there is one that I would like to pick, but it's a while from now. Oh, okay. I can't remember the name of it. Um, right, and I well, don't want to ruin anything for Akiva either. The players okay, don't get hit credit. Hit me up. Ignore. Way. Here's the lesson. Ignore Akiva when it comes to scheduling. Go directly to mm-hmm. me. It, we'll okay. get it done much more efficiently the next well, time. The reason that I, I've been a little hesitant about reaching out to you is because you gaslit me. I'm sorry. When did that happen? Um, so please correct me again if I'm wrong. You were on a recent episode of Renap. I was not. I was not on Renap recently. Akiva, seriously? I don't I don't go on Renap anymore, famously. Oh, yeah. I haven't we been have, on Renap yeah. in months. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't go on Renap. Who I feel like they said your name. Oh, we well, say they, her name like they 10 famously times. mention me all the time. Yeah. But yeah, she lives um, rent free I don't in my go head. on Renap. <laughs> Why so did, did somebody I... say something about you? 
No, I was listening to an episode that I could have sworn where they said Allie's name. And I very beginning. kindly said, no, thanks so much, but it wasn't me. Thank you. Yeah, you know, and, and, and now and I'm getting accused listening. of gaslighting you. And I, <laughs> I would have told you it was me. <laughs> I don't know. You like to lie. I, I mean, Is that your one not about Renap. I would never lie about Renap. I'm very straightforward against Renap. And, and to the Redditors who think <laughs> that I'm anti-Renap because I don't like the podcast, no, I'm anti-Renap because I don't like you guys. Uh, not you two, but the Redditors. <laughs> no, you know, I, I got what you meant. No. And I, I don't want it. there to be any confusion. Allie from the editor room. That was probably a little too aggressive, but I meant it. Back to the show. Okay. But let me tell you, that is a, a rebuke that <laughs> I can get behind. Not necessarily <laughs> because I don't like people on Reddit. I don't, that I know of, have any reason to not like people on Reddit. But I get why other people don't. And I'm basically just here for that smoke whenever. <laughs> like, I'm just basically always ready to see like people argue about things. I promise no gaslighting here, at least when it comes to this. Um, but all right, Kiwi Guide, we, we touched on most of it. You already predicted about Barry Claw and Winston's family. Uh, time to break out your old Vorb list, Akiva, yes. because we have some new some new hookups to add. Uh, or at least dates. I think we should add both Bearclaw and Sam. I know I'm giving a lot of time for you to pull up the email where you have this allegedly tracked. Do you still have it? I do. I do. I do. Yeah. What is a Vorb? List? Yeah. Let's explain. Can we so talk Vorb, about that real quick? Vorb is value over replacement boyfriend. So we're ranking. Oh. We're ranking Jess's boyfriends, and we're very loose about it. We have Nick uh, from the pretend boyfriend. She, she pretended to date Nick at, to go to the wedding that Caroline was going to be at. We have. Uh, Spencer, the guy who cheated on her, that sort of spurs the whole show. We have Benjamin's yeah. friend. I think his name is Peter. Peter. He's in last place right now for me. He's he's the b- guy who stands her up in the pilot. So mm. we're very loose about it. We have Sam, who is the no-strings-attached hookup. And we have Bearclaw, who's in love with her, but maybe a little awkward. I, I while, you, while you ponder their vorb, so do they have high vorb? Are they better than the average boyfriend? Low vorb, lower than the average boyfriend? Um, and where they rank... Andy, I have to say, I always thought he had extremely high vorb and would have been a great guy for Jess and is just kind of the one that got away from me. Andy being the one who she wanted to give her number to. Yeah, who had the the initial connection and he he just had that feeling that she was going to be the one. Yeah, Katy Perry was right about that one. Definitely the one that got away. Mm -hmm. That's that's (laughs) Allie's name, famously. Yeah, famously. Katy Perry. No, yeah, Allie's exactly. the one that got away. <laughs> um, that's a callback to a Did, deep cut patron. Po- the last yeah. 20 Latanya, minutes of an hour long. Have you seen and of itself on, on uh, Hulu? Why does that sound so familiar? It's like magic. Or do, do, would you, do you care about like, like magic? Oh, like Lock um, magic? I actually do like magic. I think you might um, like it. You just, yeah. In and of I, itself. You might really like it. People keep telling me to watch it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to now take a note of it. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to happen this week. Uh, and Fancy Pants Alley over here saw it live, so. Whoa. Yeah. I, I did. I'm very during fancy. During the pandemic, fancy. it was no mess allowed. It no, I did not see it during teasing. the pandemic. What? It was years ago. It was years ago. All right. The Jude like, is texting on. me. She needs help recording something for my grandma's birthday tomorrow. So let's, oh. let's okay. do uh, the. Boy, Vore boyfriend rankings. So yeah. I have, I have um, Fancy Man Russell. I have Gunslinger. I have Spencer 1 and 2. I have Nick and Peter. The, the, uh, so we're, we're adding I have a different list. Here. Are you not ranking my list? 
and and oh, so Allie has uh, Fancy Man Russell, Paul, Peter, Nick, and Spencer last. Um, are we ranking Bear Claw also or no? That's I put I put Nick at the bottom below Peter. I think that's yeah. No, we're adding Bear Claw. We're adding Sam. I, I'll tell you what Bear Claw does that I really don't like. Um, mm. is he he like tr- he like tries to guilt her basically into sleeping with him because he's such a loser. Makes me a little uncomfortable, right? I don't know he's, he's like guilting her. He is. He's like, is this that will what be the. Happened? I think so. I think it's like this would be the highlight of my life if it happened. Like it, it's like I'm such a loser. She's trying to leave, and he's basically saying things to get her. Maybe he's not doing it intentionally because he's like he's you know has no game at all. But like, I think that's what he's doing. I don't know. I. I, I to me, that's a little creepy. Here's where I'm putting them, and I feel yeah. guilty doing this. I'm putting Sam number two under the fancy man mm-hmm. above Genslinger after last most recent Genslinger appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the fancy putting, man, well, the fancy man, like should get knocked down a little bit too because he didn't didn't save her job list. last week. Well, you could do your own list. He didn't save her job last week. <laughs> I'm leaving Fancy Man at one, Sam at two. I'm putting because Sam doesn't want to be her boyfriend. Sam's looking for no strings, baby. Yeah, and uh, and, uh, and she gives him a very high uh, performance review. I, that has to help a little. Yeah, bit. Oh, that yeah. Uh, and Bear Claw, I'm putting second to last above Spencer. Yes. Now that's terrible because Nick and Peter are objectively worse. But Bear Claw's undateable. I'm sorry. He's completely undateable. Yeah, I agree. You cannot, you cannot bring – he does not pass the mom test. You cannot bring him home to mom. Oh, my gosh. If, oh, my gosh. Bear Claw. <laughs> Poor Bear Claw. Are we wrong? Are we wrong? Is he dateable? No. Maybe <laughs> not he wrong. did, like, the Olaf voice or something. I don't know that that uh, helps. That would make it worse. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just yeah, a dude who constantly talked like Olaf, but also <laughs> – had that bear claw like sharpied on his back. Yeah, that's true. That is called bad, himself uh, Bear Claw. That is his name. Um, I mean, yeah, I have the same rings as Allie. I'm in the same. I mean, Sam is it's you're, you're like never gonna. It's do it to me, big bear claw. You're an animal bear claw. <laughs> you know. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about who won the episode. Matt Stewart yeah. says it's Nick. He didn't have a lot to do, but his storyline made me laugh, and he supported everyone else's storyline. Producer Kelly says Jess, especially slash mostly when, mostly when she's being fake Katie, the whole bit about going up to heaven, seeing her grandparents scaring teenagers as a werewolf love. Also, Sam is so hot. Poor real Katie. Turns out she's the real loser. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think in real life, Sam also emails Katie and is like, oh, sorry, I missed you and still hangs out with her. And oh, yeah. Like that guy has no shame. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're like however tall he is, the actor David Walton, I like. Oh my gosh! I thought you're he looked obsessed. You could look him man, <laughs> but I don't. I I don't. I don't. I thought I recognized him from somewhere, but now I think I don't. Uh, in in terms of in terms of winning the episode for me, um, in ter- a small role for sure, Alicia, because she has the highlight of the episode, throwing the ball in his face, checking it into his face. But I I and it's I, I can't give it to Schmidt. Not enough of a storyline plus casual racism. Equals no winning the week. I think I'm going to give it to Jess. I feel like Jess really grew up a little bit in this episode. Well, I'm with you. Mm. I think Katie looks good on Jess. Say yes to life, girl. I'm with you. What do you think, Latanya? Like, who wins the episode overall? Yes. Yeah, who's yes. the best? Who wins the week? Who's the best in the episode? Um, It's a it's a very close. Well, it's it's a kind of a three-way tie for me. Um, because That's allowed. Yeah, I know it's a lot. <laughs> I, no, it's allowed. Claw, it's allowed. Older oh. Nick and who else? 
Well, okay. Well, Alicia, because she gets to throw a ball at um that's fun. at Schmidt's face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's got to be great uh, for her after this like week I, of terror. Takes they did of that. I hope they just kept doing them. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that Nick won a little bit. Like he started to have a little bit more introspection about himself, even if it was spurred by maybe, maybe not him from the future. Um, and he made that nice old fashioned. He brought his work home and he did it for Jess. <laughs> um, I I think I Jess has to win the week just for getting out of that situation unscathed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love Nick saying you're not coming back from actually my name is Jess. And she does. She does. So uh, I, I think it's a three. We're unanimous here. Maybe some honorable mentions going around. Um all right, I will thank our five-star reviewers. I promise next week we see you. We appreciate you. If you want to leave us some love, you can go to anchor.fm slash new girl, old guy, and subscribe there. But I got to help my mom out. So um, <laughs> all right, you can always leave us questions, comments, plugged at my Twitter on the questions link at Lash Tweets. You can follow Akiva at Kiev26. You can follow Latanya at LK Starks. Um, I do the plugs here, so let me do my best at what you're up to, and then please let me know if I forgot anything. Uh, it's you, you host the show and you'll close the show, but I, I do the work here. Uh, you recently appeared on the Re- Wrestling Rehapa podcast oh, yeah. uh, with Mari and Matt. Very exciting. Uh, and you, big wrestling fan, are you? Uh, no, but okay. <laughs> I think they're getting casuals to, you know, watch. Yeah. And sometimes they get super fans, but sometimes it's just casuals and throw them in and see what they think. Did, did it make you want to watch wrestling more, more? Latanya? Would you watch more or are you out after one week? No, I'm not out after one week because, you know, you got Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha Banks is pretty great and got like a, a actual like fight, like prize fight coming up. But if I have to pay-per-view it or something like that that's mm-hmm. not gonna happen okay you're not gonna spend your money on it but if it was I'm not available gonna, yeah if you walk past it on the street you'd watch it yeah that's how i feel like if i was ever to leave my home because why would you because there's a global pandemic um but if it's on a channel that is available to me on my lovely little television mm-hmm. sure yeah let's watch some watch some more a wrestling um, I love following Mari because I learn more about wrestling. It's than true. I, I don't even need like to watch every week. I just follow her Twitter feed. Mari's um, the best. Everyone so, follow Mari. Like right after you follow me, then you go follow Mari. I endorse that completely. Um, <laughs> you're also talking WandaVision over on Post Show Recaps. I am. With, um, okay. Yeah, we are at the ultimate episode, we decide to call it. Because it's the final episode. And then after that, I'm going to be doing a little uh, chatting about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I love it. If you're a superhero fan or if you're not, check it out over on Post Show Recaps. Any other plugs that we didn't get to here? Um, Not that I can think of. I guess like this podcast is going to come out at some point soon. <laughs> Plugging, plugging, and GOG ironic yes. is a move. Got it. You want to plug next plug, week's not episode? Not gonna maybe? order gear. Uh, no, no gear being ordered. Keeve no. is uh, is is releasing what is being called the best Renap episode ever, the Match Game episode, which I'd like Ooh. to say, great yeah. guess, obviously, but it should be a lesson to Akiva, Rob, and anyone who pitches that the format of a podcast game show has to be one that does not depend 
on professional people writing the questions <laughs> like Hollywood Squares and Family Feud. So but Rob wrote the brilliant. questions. Maybe, you, that, maybe right. that's what the I thing. said Not my was, dumb self writing. Hold on. What I said yeah. was the success of the show can't depend on a uh, professional person writing questions, yeah. which Match Game does not. Uh, unlike the feud and um, Hollywood Squares. So mm -hmm. I think great move for the podcast. Glad everybody enjoyed it. You could check that out. Mm -hmm. And you can check out 32 Fans. I don't know what they're talking about. We also released a new patron Bracket podcast, season. the Seinfeld <laughs> podcast. Yes. Uh, Oh, getting great. great reviews from mostly the NGOG audience. So thank you to, to them and to the 32 fans fans. Um, we will be back next week to talk about season two, episode three with Michael J. Clark. Um, it's called Akiva. Are you ready to predict the episode? Please. Yes. Fluffer. Ooh. Ooh. See, Schmidt for sure uses that. I could say like someone stumbles onto the set of like an adult film or something, but I'm going to say, Fluffer, um, Schmidt has, gets like a friend fluffer, someone who like uh, like a wingman type thing. I don't know. I'm just I just guess based on the title <laughs> of the episode. I have no idea. OK. All right. We will see if Schmidt's stumbling into porn sets next week <laughs> on. Oh, oh, I'm wrapping up the episode. I don't mean to. Please. If you could close us out, Latanya, that's been great having you. And I, Al, I you didn't even forget. plug anything yet. Oh, you can follow me at Lash Tweets, like I said, and I'm um, doing the Challenge podcast every week with Brian Cohen at robhiswebsite.com slash challenge iTunes. You could subscribe there. Um, I did a really fun pod uh, stream with Puya that's still available at yeah, it was very good. twitch.tv slash Puyaism. Uh, we did gave her hot takes. And that's it. Uh, and I, well, we can't say that. Never mind. Akiva and I have something coming up in a few weeks, but we'll let you know mm. about it. Um... So if, if you'd like to wrap up the show for us, Latanya, we'd love we'd love that. Yeah, I'm just going to say that this is probably the most successful episode of NGOG I've ever done ever mm -hmm. in the history of time. Anyone's ever I done. mean, I didn't buy a single piece of gear, not one. <laughs> and did we talk about it? Oh, heck, yes, we did. And we're going to do it again next week and the week after. And woohoo. Sorry, that was a <laughs> that was a really bad reference. Uh, what I will say is that I had a lovely time with uh, my co-hosts on the podcast, uh, the fantastic Ali, the phenom Akiva, um, just really teaching us what it's like to live in the '70s and like really <laughs> embrace being an old guy yep. who doesn't buy gear. Um, and then Ali just like being a Northwestern legend, you know. They Just still talk about her there? Still. Mm -hmm. No one I talked think, about me when I was there, believe me. Let's talk about her now. Yeah, there's a plaque being like put up right now next to the rock of you. It's wonderful. Um, three people will get that. So yeah, <laughs> I just want everyone to say thank you for having me um host this week. It was glorious. And uh yeah, let's do this again sometime soon. New girl, old guy, not gonna order gear.
じゃないか